It is Thursday, March 18th here in Draft Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. Welcome to the fourth quick hit podcast in our Dynasty Prospects Scouting Report series. I'm your host, Matt Schaff. With me again is Jared Smola, and we are now up to nine Dynasty rookie scouting reports posted on DraftSharks.com. Every single one is a free read. We have many more on the way leading up to the NFL Draft. Check them out. Get yourself familiar with the players, even if you're just a redraft player. Today, we are back at wideout. We have Elijah Moore from Ole Miss under the microscope. Jared, I almost had to go inactive for this one because I was singing along with boys uh, to men on the radio in the car earlier. It almost knocked out my voice, but I rebounded because we got to get to your wideouts. So give me some background here on Elijah Moore. Hey, Elijah Moore, uh, four-star recruit coming out of high school, as you said, played at Ole Miss, obviously, you know, who produced DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown over the past few seasons. Moore played with those two guys in 2018. Moore was a true freshman at that point. Brown and Metcalf, and that was their final year in college. They were juniors. You know, Moore obviously finished well behind those guys in receiving production, but did, did rank third on that team behind only those two in catches. He was fourth in receiving yards behind Brown, Metcalf, and Demarcus Lodge, who I think spent some time with an NFL team. He's, he's not going to pan out, but you know, was an NFL caliber prospect. So, you know, I, I think a, a promising freshman season for Moore. Brown and Metcalf departed in 2019. Moore stepped in as Ole Miss's clear top dog in the passing game. That, that was a really bad passing game. No one besides Moore even reached 200 receiving yards on that team. Moore went for 850 receiving yards, six touchdowns, 67 catches, nice market share numbers, 36% of the receptions, 37% of the yards, 55% of the touchdowns, and took another pretty massive step forward this past season. What was really the most productive receiver in the entire country. Moore played in eight of Ole Miss's 10 games. He skipped the final two games to start prepping for the NFL, but he led the entire country with 10.8 catches per game, led the entire country with 149 receiving yards per game, set a new Mississippi record with 86 catches, and the market shares took a step forward from even 2019, at least in in terms of receptions and receiving yards. 45% of the team's catches, 42% of the receiving yards, 32% 32% of the touchdowns. He was a first-team All-American. He was a Blitnikoff Award finalist. So you know, really decorated college career, especially the past two seasons. Yeah, an impressive line. And really, those market shares make me drool, honestly. It more might highlight what makes that an important stat to consider yeah. because you look at his 2019 numbers and you, you probably think, blah, 67 catches, 850 yards, six touchdowns. Not all that impressive on their own, but he dominated usage, as you mentioned, in a bad passing game. The whole team completed just 15 and a half passes per game that season, averaged less than one touchdown per contest. So much more impressive were his numbers when you put them in proper context. Let's get to the film review portion and see just how he looked with all those catches, though, Jared. What did you see as you reviewed the tape on Elijah Moore? Yeah, so he's obviously a smaller guy, and I, I want to leave the size discussion to later here and just get you know kind of get to what he is as a player. And you'll see, even on that first play, you'll see that there's a lot of manufactured touches for him, which some people might consider a knock against him. I mean, it probably did inflate his production a bit, but I, you know, I, I kind of consider it a positive. You just, you know, the coaching staff wanted to get the ball in this guy's hands. I think they obviously viewed him as, as their best offensive player. He's obviously good after the catch with the ball in his hands. The, the tape shows that he's much more than just like a manufactured touch gadget type player. He is really good making catches in traffic and through contact, which is 
was important for him in college. It's going to be important in the NFL because because Moore is going to be a slot receiver. You know, he's going to be working over the middle of the field. He can also get deep though. He had. 11 catches 20 plus yards downfield this past season. That was ninth most among all draft eligible receivers. He also had 11 contested catches, which was fifth most among all draft eligible receivers. So, you know, despite being a smaller guy, he has the speed to get downfield. He can do some stuff in contested situations. Moore also has some of the best hands in this class, definitely among the guys I've watched so far. Pro Football Focus charted him with just 10 drops on 200 career catchable targets, so a 5% drop rate, which is really strong. You mentioned the manufactured touches thing. I think that it's a negative if that's what all their production came from and yeah. you're just comparing the numbers of wide receivers. But if a guy displays that he can produce in other areas, then it can only be a good thing that his team was looking to get him the ball as often as possible. Uh, what do you think the outlook is for Elijah Moore? The knock against him is going to be the size. Right now, we have him at 5'9", 185. Uh, old Mrs. Pro Day, I think, is is some point next week. So we'll, we'll see what he measures in there. 5'9 is sort of like just below the threshold of like where we usually see fantasy viable receivers. There, there have only been 13 seasons of 800-plus receiving yards by a wide receiver 5'9 or shorter over the past 10 years. Steve Smith owns three of those. And Steve Smith is like my optimistic comp for Elijah Moore. Smaller guy. Well built, though, good after the catch again, can get, can get downfield like Steve Smith did. And again, he's 185 pounds, so that has me less worried. You know, he's not Marquise Brown weight-wise. He's 185 pounds. That's exactly what Antonio Brown is listed at. It's exactly what Tyree Kill is listed at. It's actually a couple pounds heavier than guys like T.Y. Hilton and Brandon Cook. So the height, I guess, is a slight concern, but I don't, I don't think he's too small to make it in the pros. Probably not going to be his NFL team's, you know, lead wide receiver, but I think he can be like a really strong number two. I think his NFL team should use him on some of those manufactured touch plays too. You know, the jet sweeps, the end arounds like old Miss did. Cause again, he is so good with the ball in his hands. And we, we've seen Tyree kill Robert Woods, you know, that rushing stuff can be a big boon to fantasy value. I'm going to be very curious to see where he goes in the draft because he's talked about as somebody who could go in round one, maybe more likely to be in round two last year, the first wide out, to be drafted, who was shorter than 5'11", was K.J. Hamler. He went 46th overall, 14th pick of round two. That's probably a good range for us to expect more to go, or at least like the low end of where he should go, don't you think? Yeah, I'm looking up Hamler too now. You know, I, he's much smaller weight-wise than mm. Elijah Moore. Like, you know, I don't consider them too similar as prospects. Um, yeah, I think Moore should and probably will be a second-round pick. You know, He's going to be behind Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle and Rashad Bateman in my, you know, at least pre-draft rankings. But, you know, Elijah Moore is going to be right there potentially as the wide receiver five for me. Yeah, and it's worth noting you mentioned Steve Smith. Even his coach, Lane Kiffin, compared Elijah Moore to Steve Smith. Oh, nice. and, you know, saying he didn't coach Steve Smith, but it, it can't hurt to get that kind of comp from the, the college coach who knows him even better than we do. PFF's Mike Renner compared him to a faster Cole Beasley. I mean, that might seem... Not nice, but Cole Beasley's gotten better over the past couple of years. And maybe that sets a fairer bar for expectations yep. for Elijah Moore. And if we look at recent Cole Beasley, I think Elijah Moore would probably take a career along the lines of what Cole Beasley is doing right now with the Bills. I can see that compound. I think Beasley is like quicker in his routes, probably a better separator. I think Moore, though, 
can do more downfield and it's probably even better than, than Beasley after the catch. So I, I think Moore has a chance to have a better career than Cole Beasley's had. Check out draftsharks.com for a new profile basically every day up until the NFL draft. Tomorrow it will be BYU quarterback Zach Wilson rounding out the top four on most folks' QB boards. We've already got the other top four on the site, so check all those guys out. As I've mentioned, the prospect scouting reports are free to read, but you should lock in your DS Insider access now. That way you can see where all these guys land in our up-to-date dynasty rankings. You can also access our 2021 fantasy rankings and MVP board. They are live for the for the first time ever this early in the year because you're probably best ball drafting if you're watching us right now. Um, so get on it. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at Draft Sharks. Jared is at SmolaDS. I am at ShaufDS. It's S-C-H-A-U-F. For Jared Smola and the rest of the Draft Sharks crew, I'm Matt Schaaf saying thanks so much for swimming with us.